0: podcast as always i am your host anthony matulan and today i am joined by damian greg and ricky on today's podcast we discuss this week's pop culture news for those of you who are new to the podcast the morning geekdom is a place where friends congregate to discuss all things pop culture if you enjoy this episode please leave us a five-star review on apple Podcasts. let's get started all right guys so another pop culture news pod i'm super excited so before we get into the agenda new uh new guest today. So Ricky, Ricky and I have known each other for I don't know, probably 5 6 years at this point, men at Comic-Con. Uh one of the rare people at Comic-Con that I meet there or just meet in person and still still I'm friends with. <laughs> um you know, not just a hey, casual friends and then we don't see each other. So Ricky, what is give the listeners a little bit of of who Ricky is. Like what is your fandom? What do you like? I mean, I know you, I know what you like, but let us all know.
1: Of course, of course. Um big anime fan obviously i am caught up in this i call it the superhero so people ask you know are you the mcu guy dcu guy i i enjoy both equally uh i like to refer to myself as a professional internet nobody so that's (laughs) like oh i know you (laughs) Yeah, i'm sure you do i'm sure you've seen a picture scroll across your timeline once or twice but i'm nothing yeah but (laughs) but enjoyable i feel like uh, but yeah, that's, uh, I love doing music. I love seeing where music and movies meet, where pop culture, I guess, would meet and go into that as okay. well. So you, when you say you like DC
0: and Marvel, like you're deep into like the DC TV stuff too, right? You like all that stuff.
1: I love it all. And I know they're objectively not the best, you know, like. Sure. It's it's Dawson's yeah. Creek with superpowers, but I'm there for it every week. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and See, that's what I can respect, like you know they're not good but you like them like we all have those i know some shit's not good and i enjoy it damien and i love the shit out of city slickers like i know that shit's not good he knows it's not good but we enjoy it so i can i can respect that you like it but then you can also just be like look it's not good it's fluff oh, but i absolutely. enjoy it it's okay it's like fight club
1: whoa whoa whoa, whoa. <laughs> he thought you he's just gonna slide that in there too like no, <laughs> no i'm just gonna butter this right on in
0: <laughs> All right, so look, the, the first, when we were doing a couple weeks ago, we did the Harry Potter draft episode. Congratulations to Greg. Three of the final four picks, by the way, Like and one. Obviously, you're going to win with three of the final four. <laughs> um, I said, Ricky, do you want to be on that? And then your re- response to me was what? Your dog is the
1: coolest thing about Harry Potter. <laughs> that Whoa. is true. You did say that my dog is named <laughs> Harry Parr. You have not seen the Harry Potter
0: films, any of them
1: the first one and that that's and i can't even give you that much on that i think it was free on abc family and it was just airing i was like why not why not i'm just gonna sit through this
0: (laughs) okay so you're deep into all this stuff you're deep into like the superhero you're deep into nerd culture how have you managed to to like avoid all the harry potter movies i mean this is what damien always asks me about fight club but it's different. Like, how have you avoided all of these movies that are like a cornerstone of this culture?
1: You know, skillfully is how I like to describe that. <laughs> um, no, it's it's been, it hasn't been difficult. It's just when people, when, I, when I've when i absorbed it in passing, it just didn't appeal to me. And okay. it just, and, and no knock on it, because I know it's, at its highs, it's fantastic. And I, ac- sure. I accept that. But from what I've seen of its lows and I've gone by it, I'm just like, this does not look, appealing to me like when i, w- I saw fantastic Beast, i know that's not quite a harry potter but it's that sure. universe and i watched it and i was like this just feels like more doctor who and i have my doctor who so i'll, I'll go back to that like it just yeah you, i you when i when i'm
0: referring to harry potter i don't talk about fantastic beasts ooh. i'm talking about the harry potter that the core books the core movies i don't talk about like the wizarding world universe they're trying to create because they're just not as good but all right, mm. Damien, I mean, had just watch them. I forced him to watch them. Uh, not just. I mean, this was like four or five years ago. Yeah. You enjoyed them. You're not like you're not deep into it now. You've only watched them the one time. But they were good. I, I'm sure you would recommend them, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, I'd recommend checking them out. the The first two or three or whatever are a little rough to get through. No, no,
0: no, no. Not three. Three is Prisoner of Azkaban, arguably the best of the group. The first okay. two are hard to get two through.
2: sure. <laughs> um, whatever. The first couple. Uh, I, they all <laughs> run together in my head because we watched them close close together but anyways they're yeah. worth watching
0: yeah the the first two ricky are the most kiddish they had the most kind of like basic design uh basic look dialogue cinematography and then the the after that is when they start getting better to me
1: hmm. so do you so. think it benefited from the transition of children's oriented book to adult book or i guess young I didn't adults necessarily
0: book? I don't think it changed because the first two books are still darker than the movies. I think it changed once they changed directors. Mm-hmm. The, the director of the first two is Chris Columbus, who did like Home Alone, all that stuff. Um, then they went to Alfonso Cuaron. I always say his name terribly. Dude who did Gravity, Roma, has done a bunch of stuff. Once they went to him and they, he started to give the kids their own identity, make it more unique, um, different feel... As his style, obviously. Then it, I think it started to, to to fit more into what the books were. The books are all about the same tone. It's just the movies that have a really different tone. So I don't know that any of them are kiddish per se, but I think they get, they grow. The idea is like they're growing with the kids, so they get darker as they the kids get older because they're dealing with more more stuff.
1: Now, that's when I when I, even though I'm not into it, I find that the most impressive thing about it. Is the aging yeah. with the characters? Very few mediums that are like film and television do we get to age with the characters? I feel like so that I, yeah. I'm almost envious that you got you got that because you got to see Harry grow into the guy that you needed him to be. Yeah, I guess. And I that like as I said, jealous because not often do you get that opportunity. Usually your shows are canceled or movies, series, and long before you get that opportunity. So you know. Yeah,
0: I mean, look, man, you can you can still watch them. You don't have to be jealous. <laughs> they're out there. You can find them. They're on HBO Max, I think, still.
1: Oh, then, yeah, I have no excuse then. I, no. I think they're on HBO
0: Max. They're on one of the streaming. They were on HBO Max. I don't know what they're on now, but they are on, on HBO. something.
3: Okay.
0: All right, cool. We're glad to have you. Super pumped. Um, Thank you. Let's get into this agenda, because it. I thought when I originally did the agenda, I was like, ah, there's not a ton of stuff. And we're going to hit on some things because we haven't done one of these in about a month. So we're going to hit on some things that are a little bit older, but still relevant to us. We haven't, you know, the the point of the pod is I want to talk to my friends about stuff. And I mean, we haven't talked about some of this, even though, you know, the trailers might be a couple, couple, two, three weeks old. Mm -hmm. Something that dropped today. Damien, we've talked about A Quiet Place. I don't know how many times. At Nausea, probably. Uh, The final trailer dropped today. The movie's dropping on the 28th. They said, I thought originally it was going to be coming to a streaming service as well, but they are specifically saying no streaming. This movie's meant to be in the theaters, only going to be available in the theaters. I don't know for how long that's going to be. Quiet Place 2 trailer dropped today. Final trailer. I know you were pumped. (laughs) Are you more pumped? Did it, did it just, I I don't know. I can't imagine that you watch the trailer and you're like, "Ah, I don't want to watch it now. Like, what's your level of excitement? And is it uh, yeah. going to get you to go to the theater on the 28th? eighth?
2: I'm So I'm at like 11. I'm super pumped for this movie. Uh, I watched it as soon as you sent uh, the link over. As soon as I finished watching it, I texted uh, it to Miranda, who was sitting in the next room. And <laughs> I got a text back from her two minutes later that says, I guess we're going to the movies. So <laughs> I guess we're going to the movies. <laughs>
0: I mean that I think that's probably the highest compliment you can give it, right? None of us yeah. have been to the movies. I went, I went to one drive-in, so I saw a movie at the drive-in. But none of us have been to the movies now for well over a year. Yeah. But this is going to get you to go back.
2: Yes. Yeah. This is it.
3: All right, Greg. It's it's not going to get me into to go see something in the theater yet. I mean, I'm right. I'm into seeing it. I don't know. It, I'm definitely not eleven. I'm probably at a solid seven and a half. Just because like. I don't know, like when the original is so good, I almost never have faith in a sequel. Yeah. So like my ex, I usually would rather set my expectations low and be pleasantly surprised than like get jacked on it and, uh, and then be disappointed. So if this was, if I was to say like,
0: what's your level of a boner? so your level of a boner to see quiet
3: places like
0: just like like flaccid like oh medium boner. Mind. all right never mind ricky how do you feel about the original quiet place you have know, you seen the original Quiet i place? have
1: i have and i found it a surprise hit i, I don't think I, maybe i could be wrong but i don't think anybody fully expected that out of that movie you know i mean we knew, sure. we knew krasinski was talented but we had no idea. I don't, at least I didn't go into there like, "Oh wow, this is going to be a pivotal horror film." <laughs> like I yeah. didn't, re- I didn't realize that. Um, so, but with that said, I am actually very excited. But again, expectations are low for the sequel. But I'm excited to see it. Like, it's not going to get me back in theaters, though. Absolutely not. Absolutely not.
0: <laughs> it's not going to get you back in theaters. No, no, no. So I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm so torn because <laughs> I'm ready to go to the theaters, man. I'm vaccinated. Cases are down here. I'll mask up. I'll go see it. Like my idea is like, I'll go see it super early on a Saturday morning, Sunday morning, solo. Right. Obviously I'm not going to bring a kid. Obviously I don't think my wife would go. So I was thinking like, Hey, I'll just go solo. And that's where I'm leaning. Now we'll see day of couple days before. We'll see if I'm actually like have the stones to do it. I couldn't be, I didn't think I could be more excited until this trailer. Mm -hmm. I'm with you guys sequels, right? We all understand probably not going to be good. The first one, although I knew it was doing well at film festivals and everything, I told Damien, hey, we got to go see this little movie. It's supposed to be good. Saw it the first night. It opened. One of my favorite movie experiences. And I just, I, I want to experience that in the theater with, if there's 10 people, I just want to have some sort of an experience again. But again, we'll see how, how I feel when it, when it gets to that point. But the trailer looks so good. I don't, under, I don't think it can be worse. I don't think it can't be good. Krasinski's in it to a point, obviously, you know, heavily, heavily, he's directing it heavily involved. Emily Blunt's still leading it. You have Killian Murphy now, right? You still have the kids, same vibe. I just, I don't see how it can be bad. Now, is it going to, is it going to surpass the first one? No, probably not. Because I have such a love for even the experience, like I said, but it looks so good. So good.
1: I agree, like I think I think it's gonna do very well honestly. I think the the communal aspect of going to like a theater that's the right kind of movie to bring you back in now. do I think yeah. it has the overwhelming star power that I think it needs to you know bring the general everyday the the Avengers bro into it? I don't know, sure, I, I don't know if it has that, but the communal experience alone and our first probably major horror movies following pandemic, I think it's gonna do very well in I, I, don't know, I think yeah. that's something to look forward to.
0: I think it's the, it's a it's a good movie. I I got to imagine this movie doesn't cost a ton to make, right? Uh, it's probably not as cheap as the first one, but I don't think it's probably as much as obviously it's not as much of like an Avengers movie, a Star Wars movie, something like that. So I think it's going to probably do fairly well in the theaters. Um, but do I think they're going to have like problem getting a ticket or anything like that? No.
3: Is okay. is anyone else than me just like burnt out of being? burned by how good people are able to put cut together trailers for garbage movies these days though like i've it's lost just, all a story of my life I've, i feel like there was a time like the 90s trailers were like the 90s trailers right like you you they were all kind of the same but i feel like now there should almost be an academy more to trailers because <laughs> they're cut together so well they can make almost any movie look amazing which always makes me like almost on the defensive when i watch them going like this can't be anywhere as good as just making it look there absolutely needs to be some sort of awards for trailers for editing and trailers
0: (laughs) one of my favorite things to do especially when we do these the long form podcasts about old movies is i love going back and watching the trailers and things as early as like the two early 2000s the trailers are terrible yeah but I remember seeing them and, and it being like a big deal because at that, you know, I'm sure we all remember to a point, like in the early 2000s, before everybody, the internet was so readily available and sp- certainly like smartphones weren't out, seeing a trailer, like you had to get to the theater before the movie to watch the trailers. Cause that was like a pivotal part of going to the movies. Same with the movie posters, like you based. So now, I mean, the trailer came out, I sent it to you guys like two minutes later. Yeah. It's just not as important, So I don't, but the trailers are so much more well done now, but a, a trailer like this for Quiet Place, I don't know that it gives you a ton, right? I don't know. I still don't know True. what the fuck this movie's about. True. Yeah. I mean, I know that it shows a little bit pre-aliens, monsters, or whatever, and then it shows kind of what happens right at the end of the first one, but I don't know how they're going to blend that. I don't know what the story is. I don't know where they're going. I don't know anything.
2: Yeah. And along. Yeah, I think for me. Oh, sorry, Ricky. Go ahead. No,
1: no, go for it. Go for it.
2: Um, I was just gonna say, yeah, I think for me, the the thing that is pushes me over the edge to say that like I'm for sure gonna go see it in the theaters is the fact that it's not a um Marvel bro movie where I'm worried there's gonna be a ton of people there because we're right. probably gonna go early in the morning try and catch like a you know empty theater type thing. Obviously masked exactly. up, even though we're you know we're both vaccinated um but i have just such and again anthony we talked you talked about this a second ago and we've talked about it at length in the past but i have such fond memories of that just the experience the movie itself is incredible but the experience i is something i didn't get from watching any other movie you know in my life and i I, you know it's for sure going to be a chase the dragon type thing where it's not going to be the same (laughs) as the first one um but but like but i want that that's what i'm looking for
0: Why do you always bring it up back to like a drug use reference? (laughs) I don't know, man. So is this is probably nobody probably maybe you guys did think about it. Maybe you didn't. With this movie, like you're not going to get people like audibly laughing. You're not going to get people really talking. Does that for you, Damien, you said you'll go see it in the theater. Does that weigh into your decision where potentially like people aren't going to be spitting? So you're not as worried about (laughs) like COVID. I know that sounds
2: ridiculous, but that's something I legitimately thought about. I honestly didn't think about that, um, but maybe now I will.
0: All right. I mean, you should be wearing a mask anyways.
2: For sure. For <laughs> Look, I'm sure. going to
0: tell you, I'm going to have the ticket, right? I'm going to have, it's either physical ticket or it's going to be on my phone. Now, whether I get into the theater, I don't know, <laughs> but I'm going I'm, to, Baby steps. Uh, my intentions is to go see it, especially because it's not streaming because I don't yeah, want it to yeah. get
2: ruined either. Yeah.
0: I'm probably not gonna go see it <laughs> the,
2: the sound was such a big part of that movie I just don't think you're gonna get the experience like it's gonna be a good movie watching at home you're gonna enjoy it but it's just not gonna be the same
0: well there isn't the experience also was like like everybody else experiencing it with you yeah like yeah. I remember how palpable 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 yeah. palpable the Sitting there with everybody and every time something happened, like the energy, how it would literally change, I think, in the theater. And I don't even remember if we saw it with like a crowded theater. I think it was fairly crowded. I mean, we saw it opening opening weekend. Yeah. Um, But I just remember it being such a good experience and, and jump scares and just the
2: feeling there.
0: Yeah. And everybody just, being tense.
2: Exactly. It was just such a unique experience going, having it be a shared experience. Uh, For something that's like so immersive as being in the theater and the sound um, and just the fact that like, yeah, it was, you could hear a pin drop in that theater. There was nobody was making any fucking noise.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. We'll see. All right. So I think late a few days ago, a Hollywood reporter put out an article about the new Superman Uh, movie that's that's in super early stages of development from warner brothers not a whole lot is known about it i don't even believe that they have a script yet i know they have somebody writing the script jj abrams is supposed to be producing at his company um but the everything that all of the insiders are saying and and hollywood reporter titled the article black superman is that they are going to be looking for an african-american lead to play superman as well as creative team essentially I'm all for it. I mean, we had talked about months ago, it might have been a year ago, about Michael B. Jordan, early, early rumors about him potentially playing Superman. A lot of people, you know, standard America bullshit had their yes and no. Um, he has since, I think that's why this article came out, Michael B. Jordan, while, make, while doing the press for his most recent Tom Clancy movie, said he has not been approached. You know, he would be interested, but it's not even a thing that he's thinking about. Are... I'm trying I'm I'm trying to 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 gather like my thoughts on this. I'm all for them doing something different. You know, Superman is is an alien, so he has no ethnicity, right? It doesn't matter to me, black, white, it it really doesn't matter. I don't care. It's a fictional character, he's an alien. If he was an alien, it still wouldn't matter to me. I'm interested in the fact that they're looking for, you know, African-American director, things of that nature. What caught me off guard and it didn't offend me, but it's it it kinda did is that every time they talk about having an African-American director, they only bring up Ryan Coogler or Barry Jenkins. There are hundreds of other African-American directors, and those are the only two dudes that ever get brought up. Ryan Coogler did Black Panther. He's done a bunch of stuff. Barry Jenkins has done uh, amazing stuff. Why, Damien, we'll start with you. Does it matter to you? Does any of this actually matter to you? Are you interested in in them taking a different look at, at Superman do you care if they make another Superman movie, and if so, are you interested in them trying to go a different direction? Um, Sorry, my, my my thoughts are all over the place with this. I was trying to like gather them. I didn't do a good job, but I'm just kind of
2: fired up about it. Yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> no, surprise, surprise! You're fired up about something. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not a particular fan about of Superman just as a, sure. a comic book hero. I, I find that he. Is it just seems boring? Maybe it's the like clean cut, um, you know, Boy Scout thing that just doesn't particularly interest me. That said, from you know a cultural perspective, I think it's amazing that they're going in like a different direction. Um Absolutely. You know, if they're if we're looking if they're looking at going in the direction of having a Black Superman, which it seems like it's pretty clear that they're doing at this point. I yeah. think for a number of cultural reasons, obviously, the the biggest thing that I could point to would be. Um. Uh, sorry, into the Spider Verse uh, as like the you know a version of this where we went like, hey, we're gonna go in a different direction here, and we're gonna have Black Superman. Uh, sorry, Black Spider Man. Uh, this is we talked about this at length about that movie. That was probably one of the best movies of that year. You know, partly yeah. it had to do with the visual style and storytelling, etc., etc. But anyway, I think it just opens the door. Um, as well as all of the uh, great cultural and inclusivity reasons that. You know, it could be awesome.
4: Yeah.
0: Ricky, where are you at with, like, Michael B. maybe playing Superman? Would you rather see him get an opportunity or would you rather see somebody who's potentially, like, an unknown? Because that's where they went with the last two, right? Henry Cavill, unknown. Brandon Ralph, unknown. Neither one of those movies did well. Like, are you you down with Michael B. or would you rather see somebody else?
1: I am possibly the biggest Michael B. Jordan fanboy. But on the other end of that, I don't want him anywhere near it. Like, okay. The The superhero films, I think they have a unique ability similar to the Star Wars films where um, the characters are bigger than the actors. And if done correctly, you can build a whole new generation of superstars, you know, similar to how Marvel did. They turned Chris Pratt right. into an A-lister. Chris Hemsworth, I mean, everybody's turned into an A-lister along with revitalizing Robert Downey Jr.'s career. And you were saying with Henry Cavill, uh, Brandon Ruth, even prior to that, you know um the the cw shows that's where i want to see them go you know give us you know obviously make them if they're gonna do it have him fit the role but yeah no let's give somebody else a shot let's see what we can do let's see if we can build that next generation of talent because we can't just keep casting michael b jordan and the rock as every minority super buff guy we've got we've got to start moving that a little bit forward even if it's slowly (laughs)
0: <laughs> and that's that's kind of where I was at with the directing too, right? Like every everybody, Michael B. Jordan has like an approval rating that's through the roof with everybody, right? I enjoy the shit out of Michael B. Jordan. I'm still not sure he's an amazing actor or he just plays Michael B. Jordan really well, kind of like Jason Momoa plays Jason Momoa well. I don't know. I like Michael B. Jordan. I like the Creed movies. I liked him in Friday Night Lights. I've liked him in a bunch of stuff, but I just don't know if he has a ton of range yet because he just. Hasn't been given a bunch of different things to do. Superman would definitely be something different. Um, but I'm with you. I would just rather, it's always like, if we're going to cast somebody um, that's not white, it's like you said, it's The Rock or it's Michael B. Jordan. It was Will Smith for a little while. Like, let's let's open it up. Let's see some other people. And that's kind of how I feel about direction as well. The article, you know, mentioned like Regina King after the, the movie she just did, the, uh, was it Four Nights in Miami? I'm all for that. Like, give Regina King a shot, man. Or just give somebody like go completely out of nowhere, like left field and just let's pick somebody new that brings some something new to the table and let's go that way. Cause to Damien's point, Superman's kind of a boring character. So like let's figure out how to how to not make it boring.
1: And unfortunately, I still haven't DC hasn't proven to me yet that they can even handle a character like that, like, they can't even handle classic Superman correctly, so I'm supposed to believe now they can go off the, you know, learn to walk before you run, (laughs) and, like, they're still stumbling on the stand-up, and I'm like, I don't know, you guys, like, and I'm I'm over this gritty, dark Superman, so if they want to, like, if they want to really change it up, you know, and give us that all-American minority Superman, I am okay, but please do it correctly, because if it fails, the backlash, you know, it just... The damage to that character, the damage to the idea of characters maybe seeming, you know, looking different, that can just be trashed if it, if this if that fails, if this gamble fails.
0: Yeah, that's that's a good point. There's a lot there's a lot that's riding on it being successful.
2: Yeah, that's a great point that I didn't actually think about, which is there's going to be a ridiculous amount of pressure for whomever this person is.
0: Yeah, I mean, not only do you have just the normal pressure of making a superhero movie, yeah. you'll also have a lot of people like myself who instantly think, like, ah, DC can't make anything good. <laughs> right. And I don't know if I'm, <laughs> if it's a good thing or a bad thing that J.J. Abrams is producing it. Like five years ago, I would say it was a good thing. But I don't know that I can say it's a good thing now. <laughs> it's a good thing he's not directing it because that would be the most <laughs> fucking, like, it says in the article, like, how tone deaf would that be? And that is completely accurate.
2: Yeah.
3: Greg where are you at with that? Are you are you excited? I I mean DC I feel like has nowhere to go but up because um of just like you know the whole latest generation of DC movies have been you know not I haven't been interested in it really at all with the exception of like a, a, you know handful of kind of ones that don't really fit their typical mold like the Joker and yep. um I'm definitely interested in them kind of seems like they're kind of cleaning house as far as the people who've been involved with the previous movies and giving a new look at it. I'm all for that. Um, <laughs> the funny thing when I was reading that article is I got a little bit more excited about uh, some of the other things they were talking about in it, like uh, HBO Max doing a spin off of Gotham PD. Like that seems a lot more interesting to me than any of these other kind of big budget movies that they're doing right now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, but I don't know, yeah, and I, I agree with you. Uh, I have lost my faith in um, in JJ being a positive <laughs> part of it, you know, after everything that's kind of gone down with the uh, with the Star Wars stuff, um, dude.
0: I it's funny that you mentioned the Gotham PD thing because I couldn't have been more excited about the show Gotham when the trailer came out and everything, and that show, I haven't been let down as much as that show let me down in, in a long time. Yeah. So I think that that is such a rich uh, universe that they could play with, especially the police side of Gotham, but I don't And coming know, from an HBO
3: Max side, you know, it's not going to have to like have its like, you know, kid gloves on. Like it's going to be, you can, you, you can go deep into it.
4: Yeah.
0: You say that like, there's no place to go up, no place other to, than to go up
3: for DC. Yeah. I mean, but
0: Aquaman made a billion dollars. No, I
3: know. I mean, I know Zack Snyder, you know, garbage uh... makes money, but, um, whoa, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, (laughs) you know, I don't know as far as Uh, for me, DC has nowhere to go, but, um, I'm with you.
0: All right. So bad batch came out on Disney plus. I want to ask Greg first. I know you're the one who has a child that's old enough. Like this is their kind of their wheelhouse. He likes Star Wars. I know he likes Star Wars. Has he watched this? Are you going to let him watch the Bad Batch, which is the spin-off from the Clone Wars and Rebels and whatnot? Are you going to let him watch this? Has he
3: watched it? We watched it right before I came in here to sit down to do this. And? Yeah, he is pumped out of his mind. Okay. <laughs> and what did, what did dad think about it? Uh, I, I haven't, like, when I started watching um, the Clone Wars series, I was like, he was excited to watch it, which is why we started watching it. I was like the I was a little standoffish by the the visuals of the Clone Wars show, uh, similar to what I guess Tyler was saying, but not nearly as uh, extreme taste about it. Uh, but it's yeah. really grown on me and I and I enjoyed that series. Uh, I honestly I haven't watched like every episode, but I'll sit down and watch, you know, episodes here and there with him, Um, yeah. but sat down and watched this new one. And it was it was to the same caliber in my in my mind as that series was. So I think if anyone enjoyed that series, then they would enjoy this. To be clear, nobody feels as strongly knee-jerk
0: reaction right off the bat as Tyler does about anything. Yeah. I know Damien's gonna say I do. I don't think that's true. Like instantly he's like, nah, fuck that. It's the worst thing I've ever seen. And I don't do that like just from a trailer. Yeah. But <laughs> Ricky, I know you're into this, man. Cause it, it has a bit of a like an anime feel, mm-hmm. especially the the animation. The Clone Wars felt like that. The Clone Wars has, I've said it before, amazing storytelling, better than most of the motion pictures for Star Wars. So if you haven't watched the first episode, I know you're going to,
1: right? I have. And I'm 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 in, but I'm one of those people right now, I support all the Star Wars media that's not Jedi centered because there there's okay. there's this there's one guy in Disney, I don't know who he is, but he's there's one guy out there He's like, hey, we don't have to focus on Jedi and it'll work. And all of a sudden, you got the Mandalorian. All of a sudden, you get the Bad Batch. All of a sudden, you got, like, the Clone Wars, yes, it was mainly Jedi. But there were still some other characters highlighted mm-hmm. there. And I, yeah. And it took it took the Star Wars franchise a long time to realize that. But now that they're starting to, I'm like, yes, you know, they're picking it up. They're like, oh, you're right. Jedi are actually our version of Superman, where everybody around us is what makes it interesting. Like, And I think it's the characters that yeah. Jedi interact with that make Jedi interesting. Not so much the Jedi themselves. And there's somebody's yeah. figuring it out, and I'm like, I'm loving seeing those gears turning. It's 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 beautiful, because now we're getting that pseudo-expanded universe. We're getting stuff like the Bad Batch. Who would have thought that five years ago, something like that would have been coming out? So yeah. I love this. Love it. Well, yeah, I
0: mean, that, that person is Dave Filoni, who is the creator of Clone Wars, and, and he took that on. And then he built up, I think, such a cachet with uh, Lucas, especially because this was before Disney, that he then was able to say like, yeah, I want to make this. And they were like, all right, well, you've made such quality stuff and the fans like it so much. He's probably in the Star Wars universe. He probably has the best like Q rating. Like he has the best um, approval rating, I think, for Star Wars fans because majority of people do like the Clone Wars. Uh, majority of people do like Mandalorian. Now, obviously he didn't create the Mandalorian, but then he directed episodes. He was heavily involved with the second season. And then, you know, he did Rebels. He's done Bad Batch. Eventually they will give him an opportunity to make a
2: movie, I would imagine
0: like he'll get a chance to make a feature movie and I'm I'm hoping it's good. Damien, you going to watch this? Do you even have Disney Plus, dude?
2: No, I was going to say I'm not going to watch this, but it's not because it doesn't necessarily interest me. It's because I don't have Disney Plus and I don't think I would subscribe just for this. Um that said, I, I really did I sorry, I also enjoyed uh, the Clone Wars and I would definitely give it a shot, but yeah, I'm not going to sub just for just for that one show.
0: Did you ever play like early 2000s republic uh, I think it was Republic Commando.
2: Uh no, Star I didn't. Wars first person shooter. Yeah, I didn't play that one.
0: Okay, it's not the same characters but it has that same vibe where it was, you know, a group of four clone um clone troopers who were like Navy SEAL version of it. So it has that same that same feel to it. Got it. That game is amazing for an early 2000s game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably doesn't hold up now, but it was amazing back then. I haven't watched it, so I'll watch it. I was waiting more for, cause now they're doing just the one episode a week. Like I'm just, I'm just not about that anymore. Like I've been now conditioned to just want to binge stuff. So usually if there's something that's weekly, that's something the show that's coming out weekly, whether it's on network TV, whether it's on the streaming services, I'll usually wait like two or three weeks at this point, And then I'll watch three at a time and then I'll wait. Um, I just waiting, you know, watching a 20, 25 minute episode and then waiting a week or so. It's just, I don't know. I don't feel like I, I want to do that anymore. <laughs> but I'll definitely watch it. Which is interesting because I'm not interested in watching like Mandalorian, even though I know the whole story of it. You know, I followed like what was happening, but I just wasn't interested in watching it week to week. I don't know why. But I have a question about that a little later. So
3: Mm-mm. about Mm-mm. Star Wars. All right.
0: Army of the Dead. This is a trailer that came out three weeks ago, I think. This is a movie that, you know, had people, a lot of people had been talking about coming out on Netflix at the end of the month. Uh, it's documented on the on the pod how I feel about Zack Snyder. I'm not a massive Zack Snyder fan, although I did like Dawn of the Dead quite a bit, and I did like 300, but he is kind of the king of what, what Greg said, putting out banger trailers, <laughs> and then you watch it, and you're just like, what happened? <laughs> With that being said, I couldn't be more excited about this movie. I'm going to watch the shit out of it. I have no idea if I'm going to like it or if I'm going to hate it. And I'm trying to I'm going into it hoping I like it, at least hoping that it's a good time. Ricky, I know you I got to imagine you like Zack Snyder. We've never had this conversation, but all his shit seems to be probably up your wheelhouse. Are you excited about this? I'm
1: excited about this, but I am not the biggest Snyder fan, but he, he, his ideas always come out cooler than what to me what he's trying to do. And I, I sure. feel like this could be that, but on the other end. That trailer hit everything I wanted. It had the silly everything. It had the seriousness. It like it had the goof. Like it just it reminded me of a video game on screen. And that's what we want from a zombie a zombie film. The only thing that immediately yeah. like had me like, as you guys call it, the knee jerk was when they said, Oh, the zombies are learning, I can't stand when they get there. And that's always like I'm like, ah, uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> like
0: <laughs> So like I am legend, you are out yeah. on. You were like, nah, I'm not into well, this. Well okay.
1: yeah. Cause you know I get that fast because that's supposed to be uh, vampires. I think vampires, vicious air quotes. They, yeah, they don't ever really. Yeah, <laughs> vicious air quotes. There, vampires. But when they said the zombies are learning, they're smarter, and I'm just like, oh no. But we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. That's that. I feel like that's always where they. That's like where like zombies learning is like Florida for zombies. That's where they go to die. Legit. I'm just like, all right. Well, <laughs> you know they're learning. All right. <laughs> that's like the jump to shark yeah. for you.
0: So I I'm I'm oddly in on Dave Bautista, which I don't really know why. He would usually be someone that I'm like, nah. I find him like the more enjoyable rock. Like I like The <laughs> Rock he's fine, but I think Dave Bautista brings a little bit more to characters than The Rock does. Um it did absolutely feel like a video game. Like I loved the Dead Rising series and it feels like Dead Rising visuals it looks cool we'll see how over the top the cgi is that's my one like eh there's not a better city in the world for a zombie apocalypse to take place and then to be just housed there than vegas and look low-key kenny rogers the gambler is a fucking banger (laughs) and laying that over the top of that trailer i'm in dude super super in damien
2: yeah i don't i don't know that i have a whole lot to add i feel basically exactly the same it was it's a super fun trailer. I really hope that it's just a good time. Like my, my hope is that it's Absolutely. just a fun movie and I think it, you know, it seems pretty reasonable that it could accomplish that. I think the comparison to dead rising, if anybody's ever played that is, is spot on. Um, cause that was such a fun game and taking, you know, something as on paper serious as like zombies and making it, you know, more, more enjoyable and kind of fun and playful.
0: Where are you at with zombie tigers? <laughs>
2: I don't know. I got. I got to wait for the movie. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's fair.
0: Greg, we all we all know how you feel about Zack Snyder for for other reasons beside the cinematic universe. Where are you at with this?
3: Um, I'm pretty in on this. I I'm, I'm always down to give him a, a chance, and uh, I like some of the visual stuff that he comes up with for movies, and I feel like he's a rather creative person uh that said i was definitely i'm definitely always in a movie like this that doesn't seem to be taking itself quite too seriously and at least that was the glimpses of it that we were getting from the trailer um but you know what's that worth um but yeah so i i'm in on this i mean it's on netflix so why not right yeah. So that that was going to be my question, right? To, to Damien's
0: point, what is it? Uh, entry to barrier, a barrier to entry is mm-hmm. what you always say. Yeah. Like it's a low barrier to entry. It's on Netflix. We all have Netflix. Can we just throw it out there now? We're always covering a movie. That's our new thing. Covering a movie at the end of every pop culture news. Can we throw this one on there for next? Yeah. Can we all agree we'll watch it and then we'll do this one? Yes, for sure.
3: Yeah. Done. Absolutely.
0: All right. So quick little thing I have here. So Cruella, And A Quiet Place 2 are releasing this month. We talked about A Quiet Place 2 at length. Cruella, another, I guess, uh, tentpole movie, you would think. Like, it's a big release. Disney uh, live action, these movies always do a fucking billion dollars for them. So I think these are the two probably biggest movies, certainly that are coming out this year in theaters. Probably, I think, maybe two of the bigger ones that are coming out since the pandemic. Greg and Ricky, you both said that Quiet Place aren't going to get you to go to the movies. I'm assuming Cruella is not going to get you to go to the theaters either.
3: Greg, are you going to spend $30 to watch Cruella at home Fuck with kids? No, I could not be less interested in that movie. I could not be less interested in that movie. I I mean, it's well-documented how I hate almost all of these live-action remake of animated movies by by Disney. I just think it's like the least creative thing they could be doing like it's like you know what is the intern who just joined the company think we should remake you know <laughs> i don't know it's, it's it's but this isn't a remake i though. know this but
0: is a, this isn't supposed to be an original story not i feel a remake. like they have
3: like a spinning wheel and they just like crank it and they just see what old title it lands on and then they go okay like what can we do
2: Yeah, it is. I feel like you can I technically it's not a remake, but like whatever. You could call it a remake. It's another of the same movies. Yeah, I it's never gonna get my money.
0: That's fair. You're not gonna get an argument from me. I just wanted to make sure you weren't gonna spend thirty dollars. Ricky,
1: please tell me you're not gonna spend thirty dollars on this. Not only am I not going to spend the money on this for I like Every time I see the trailer, I just like it's like vomit. I I just go, who's this for? Who's this for? Who's this movie for? It's not for children. It's not for it's not for adults. Who who's, who who is this movie for? I keep asking myself that. Like, who is sitting there? Like, I really want to know the origin story of the person who kills puppies. Like, who? That's a great
0: that's a great question. <laughs> yeah. And I I don't know who they're making this for because, like you said, it doesn't feel like it's a kids movie, right? Tyler mentioned that the last time we talked about it. it feels dark. I don't know that Emma Stone, again, is as popular as she is. Is she someone who gets people to come to the theaters? No. I don't think so. No. So I don't know who this is for either. I'll watch it eventually. I'll 100% watch it because I'm I'm minimally interested, but I'm not seeking it out. I'm not spending money on it. Like if one night it's on free at some point on Disney+, Plus, I'll you know ask the wife, hey, you want to watch this? And we'll probably watch it.
2: It's going to be a while. It's going to be a while. And you could, can we make? Can we make? Uh, every time I see the trailer, it's like vomit. Be the quote. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can't. Cause I, I literally yeah, can't I'll, stop uh, saying that. What, who's this for? Every time I see it, I see it like, who's this for? And I just walk away. <laughs> for the people who aren't feeling
0: well, so they can vomit. <laughs> clearly, I, that's a great. That is such a great question, dude. Is who is this for? Yeah, I, I got zero answer for you. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then, like, you start it,
0: to, and it's, it's, it's a May movie, and they have the fucking stones to charge $30 for it. That's crazy. They're putting, I don't know what, I don't know what Pixar did to Disney where all the Pixar movies are just free on <laughs> Disney Plus. Soul, the new one that's coming out uh, about the kids who are who are fish people, but those are free and they're going to be free. Somehow the Disney movies, the Raya and the Dragon, Last Dragon, which is supposed to be amazing. I don't know. I didn't see it yet. Pocahontas, I didn't see it because it's $30. The the reimagining of Pocahontas, not Pocahontas, um, Mulan, and then the this movie. They're trying to get thirty dollars. Just put it out for free. If you can put Pixar movies, Soul won the Academy Award for best animated movie, and you didn't charge thirty dollars for that. <laughs> but you're gonna charge me thirty dollars for Cruella Deville? And hard pass. Two
1: things I was really thinking is number one, with like Cruella, you know, people compare that to Maleficent. I'm like, Maleficent was an Angelina Jolie vehicle. So they could have plugged it's Angelina Jolie. She'll get people to go see a movie like just her existence. Like so it And it was the first of its
0: kind. Yeah. yeah. That was the that was the OG Disney <laughs> property, hey, we're going to make a an animated movie into a live action.
1: And then you next you have like that series what was it a few years ago, Once Upon a Time, and that's already mm-hmm, done sure. most of their dark versions of their villains in live action. So it's like they're picking up the scraps that that show didn't take. And they're left with just not good options because, like I said, when you have a, a universe with Jafar and all these other people and you give me Cruella, I just, I, I'm just, I, i just like, why? why? Why do you do this to me? <laughs>
0: and again, they, they did not an origin story, but they've done the live action version of Cruella in 101 Dalmatians with Glenn Close, which is not a terrible movie. And I'm not even saying this won't be good. I literally... I couldn't tell you if it's going to be good or bad. I would think bad. But the trailers are so bad and the marketing material is so bad for it. It just, I watch it and Ricky says vomit or who's this for? It makes me like cringe. It looks corny to me, super corny. So I don't know, man, but I'll I'll probably watch it eventually. (laughs) And I'm okay with saying that. I'll stick by the only good reimagining live action was Cinderella was enjoyable and both Maleficent movies were like okay I don't hate them but they're not great
1: and last week you said something that really stood out you said um the 101 Dalmatians live action films were more about Cruella anyways and I thought that's that's, that wasn't that nailed it like that movie is not about the puppies like that is still the Cruella movie like featuring puppies and I'm just like I don't get it
0: my thought is that they're trying to do like they did with Maleficent. They're trying to do the anti-hero, right? Like all the shows do anti-hero now. You know, you had the De- you had Dexter, you had Sopranos, you had Breaking Bad. Not that they're, not that they're looking at that and saying, "Hey, we got to make Cruella. but they're trying to make her a sympathetic figure. And I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Like just just make it live act, another live action 101 Dalmatians. Like I would understand that more than I understand this. All right. Maybe again, maybe I, you know, I read the article where people are saying like, "Oh, it's gonna be their version of Joker." Ugh. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's not wrong, but again, then I say, "Who's yeah. that for?" <laughs> Damien, if this turned out to be like a hard R Disney version of the Joker, you'd watch it. Yeah, this is. A, I would be more interested.
2: Yeah, for sure. If this is a hard R movie, I'm in.
0: <laughs> Where she's just shooting fucking Bob De Niro in the face. Yeah. It's just, that's how it is. I, I would I would be in on that as well. Yeah. But it's not. She's like, like doing blow off top. puppies. She kills actual puppies. No, no, no. I said she's, she's
2: doing blow off puppies. I didn't say oh, anything doing about blow, killing puppies. I thought you said blow up a puppy. No. I'm like,
0: man, I'm. This went dark. No. Chase the Sorry, Ricky again. R- yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was just say, why are you talking about drugs again, <laughs> dude? What if it was like Cruella chases the dragon or something like that? Like, you'd be in.
2: Yeah, if it's like Cruella in Requiem for a Dream, I'm super in.
0: Which part? All of it. The
2: whole movie. <laughs> no, 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 no. The ends, like the ending with Jennifer
0: Connelly at the no. All of it. No, Flashlight scene no. and all. No, no, no. All right, moving on. Greg, I'm going to direct this at you because I know how big of a fan of Dexter you were. Like that was our heyday of like our friendship was I felt like when Dexter was in its its infancy and very, yeah, and popular. So that was like when you and I became friends. So I understand how you feel about Dexter. You understand how I felt about Dexter the Dexter teaser trailer, which literally no dialogue has a song playing. You have, you have no idea what it's about. Michael C. Hall still looks amazing for being 50 and surviving cancer. It appears to be in the woods, maybe still Seattle. I fucking hope not. You know, is not that where he ended up being at the end of the, the show it was like Seattle or Alaska it was Alaska
3: or something. Yeah.
0: All right, whatever. Pacific Northwest could be Alaska for all I know. Your level of excitement is what from the teaser trailer?
3: One.
4: fuck that no that that show
3: ruined me like i was i was it's one of the shows i've been most disappointed in forever which is like could not have been better television through season four like you know batting a hundred like like amongst like you know the best shows ever made and then season five happens and then through however many seasons i can't remember and it just like goes downhill so quickly, and I was just kind of like, okay, it's done. Whenever I rewatch it, I'll just stop at season four, and that will be my happy po- place that I end, and I never have to see the rest of it. And now it's back. I'm gonna watch it, and I'm pissed about <laughs> it <laughs> because I'm just like, it's it's the re- you know the the sequel to the show that I didn't want, but. I still have such like strong feelings for the original that I'm going to have to watch it. Fuck. That might be your quote. The sequel to the show.
0: I I thought I didn't want yeah. whatever you just said. I'm paraphrasing a little bit. I All right, man. I'm just going to jump in before I ask Damien and Ricky one through four are some of the best, best seasons of television ever, yes. specifically three and four. Yeah. Five is terrible. That's the Julia Styles season. Yeah, six, six is the I'm seeing ghosts. Edward James almost and uh, Colin Hanks. Uh, I couldn't stand Colin seven Hanks and eight. No man, that that's one of the worst seasons I've ever seen of any show. Seven and eight weren't terrible to me. So that's the Yvonne Strahovski. She comes in. I didn't think those were terrible. Compared to one through four, they were awful. Yeah. Four or Five and six soured me completely. The problem with that show remains how terrible of a finale it was. Yes. Terrible. It was like the least inspired thing I've ever seen. Deb falling in love with her brother is a f- one of the worst decisions of any... Knowing he's a fucking murderer and falling in love with your... Who's like your brother is one of the worst ucky, yeah. disgusting parts of any show ever. But then to just bounce... <laughs> And leave your kid because you think you're not going to be a good parent, but you leave your kid with somebody else who's essentially a serial killer is just the oddest, weirdest decision ever. So my hope is that they're coming back. And what I think is what happened is they just didn't know how to end the show. That happens a lot, right? You just don't know how to finish the show. My hope is this is, is this is a limited series. They want to right that wrong. They have a strong story that they can tell for six, seven episodes.
3: And that's what they do, and then they go away. That's my hope. Yeah, I I would agree with you, except for this is Showtime. And Showtime, which used to be <laughs> in its heyday, is become sure. like a sad shadow of what it used to be. And they are the kings of beating a decent show <laughs> to death. And, you know, it bums me out, because I get excited about a show that's on Showtime, And then it always disappoints me by the end of it. And I. So you're like, I'm pumped it's on Showtime because they can do things, but then you're sad it's on Showtime. Yes. Because it's Showtime and whoever was at the helm, and I don't know if they're still at the helm, but like they just go, oh, it's a hit. Let's just run it until (laughs) nobody watches it anymore. You know? Like, I don't know. All right. I'm
0: sad. Damien, I mean, I know how you. I I get you, dude. (laughs) I feel that way about a lot of things. Damien, I know how you feel about Dexter, but I think I understand how you feel about this too. Like you're not in. You're going to watch it, but you're not in.
2: Yeah, I'm probably going to watch it and it makes me upset. But when I watched, you know, when you first sent the trailer over, I I channeled my inner Ricky and I went into like a frustration-fueled trance of just asking why over and over. <laughs> like there's absolutely no reason for this is to the for this to exist. Like absolutely no reason. They had their chance. I don't buy the like they want to, you know, they learned and want to give it a shot again. Like that doesn't make any sense to me. Um, Really? No, no, because it's not like a high school project. Um, And this is so long ago that if they. But do you
0: do you think do you think that's maybe why Michael C. Hall is coming back, though? Because Michael C. Hall is an Emmy Award winning actor. He's had other projects. He he doesn't need to come back for this. Do you think maybe he's not, he's sour on how it ended and, and potentially, you know, he saw a way to correct that? You really don't think that?
2: Uh, no, I don't think that. I don't know if he needs to come back or not. Yes, he, I think he's a great actor, but like, you know, he's not doing a ton of stuff and I don't know what his lifestyle is. He might need it and I don't know how much he's been paid. So he's not such an A list celebrity that I'm like, this dude is sitting on millions and millions of dollars and he's, he would do this for free. You know what I mean? So, so yeah, yeah I don't buy that
1: all right ricky i'm so sorry that i'm gonna say i'm excited for it i am so excited but only because of the 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 optics of it i love the idea that you can cancel a show and then decide that you know what no we're gonna bring it back because i think it's that level of like (laughs) we made a mistake or maybe we were too quick to cancel but i think his was more of his health issues i think more more than anything else possibly i could be wrong But um, I love that idea because, you know, Anthony, you're a big fan of Firefly. Imagine if they had realized they had made a mistake years down the line and said, you know what? We messed up. We canceled this. We shouldn't have. You know, let's get the gang back together. And I think studios being more open to that may be a good thing in the future. I I don't know. That's the way I'm kind of looking at it. Story-wise, I don't know what they do. I don't know. Could they say, hey, we're going to ignore the last season, act like that didn't happen? I don't know. I, I really don't know. Uh, I don't know where they go. Yeah, but I'm just gl- I'm glad to see them. I don't back think a show that they canceled. I love that idea.
0: Yeah. So my real quick, Damien, Michael C Hall is worth 25 million dollars. Um, my thought is that they're not going to act as if it didn't happen. My hope or or what my idea is is that they explain why he's there. Because you don't get an understanding of why he went there of all places. So my hope is they're going to show like that he had some reason for going there. I don't know, but that would be not that it just picks up where the 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 uh, show ended, but maybe they try to do prequel style almost of what happened between, you know, the hurricane that happened in Miami and how he ended up in Alaska or wherever. I don't know. I, I'm I'm openly optimistic for this, I think because I like Michael C. Hall so much. Michael C. Hall was great through the whole show, no matter how you felt through the about the show. He was great. So, I'm I'm excited that it's coming back. I'm optimistic about it. And I think it's just because of how I feel about him. And I just am kind of excited to see him on TV again.
3: Yeah.
1: But not, he's he's a phenomenal actor. The writing, you can still see like shows that were inspired by that even now, even if they're Absolutely. like I mean, you can't watch Mr. Robot without seeing those inner monologues of Dexter within Rami Malek's character. Like I'm looking at that like, oh, okay, I've seen this flawed human you know, explaining to yeah. the audience his flaws while trying to navigate them. I love that. Like, I think it's beautiful. It's masterful writing, masterful acting. And that's why I said I'm very optimistic of them bringing it back just because it might give other studios an idea like, hey, maybe we shouldn't have canceled that show. You know, if they can do it, why can't we bring yeah. this old thing back? I don't know.
0: I don't think we have, I don't think we're at the same place we are in TV through the cable networks if The Sopranos and Dexter don't happen. Those are happening on HBO Showtime. That's pre-Breaking Bad. I don't think we get all of that unless we have two dark, anti-hero, successful, likable shows. Michael C. Hall, Dexter, incredibly likable even though he's killing people. Tony Soprano, terrible, not a likable character. But that show was just different than anything else that we had seen. So I just don't think you have... But still led by somebody who is not a likable person. So I don't think we have... We certainly don't have Breaking Bad because that's the archetype they took from both of those shows. I don't think we have the state of TV we have now without Dexter and Sopranos. But again, that's just my no. my opinion. I don't have any way to quantify I
3: that. think I 100% agree. And I think my bitterness towards it is nothing to that. I think the first four seasons, like I said, are like some of the most important... You know, make made it one of the most important shows in television history. I just feel like the last four s- seasons were so mediocre compared to it that it like completely soured me to it.
0: Yeah, dude, five and six are bad. Yeah. They're not mediocre. And coming point. off They're like ba- it's bad TV. the
3: Fun, like the insanity that was season four.
0: They also went through like the well, you know the the showrunner. Yeah, that everybody jump ship. Yeah. Well, and then Jennifer Carpenter and Michael C. Hall got divorced, so like, who knows how that affected their their them on the show? Even though they were brother and sister being married in real life, there's a bunch of shit that changed. Like Michael C. Hall had cancer, you know. So there's stuff that changed, but like, the storytelling was just not nearly as good. You also though don't have those iconic villains, like Jimmy Smith. Season three is Miguel Prado, and then fucking John Lithgow is the ice truck, not ice truck killer, Uh, uh, the
3: Trinity Killer.
0: Like, those are all-timers, yeah. man. Trinity
3: Killer, especially. Well, it's... It, John it, I mean, as
0: that character, is an all time Even
3: in the first couple of seasons, like what you just said about the Ice Truck Killer, like, it, that show was good because he was balanced by an amazing villain. Yeah. And they just never... I feel like they never got that again in that series. So if... And maybe to that no. point, if they don't have a, like, knockout villain set up for this you know, the, the show that comes back right now, then it's like all for nothing. That's true. Yeah. And and I don't think we know anything about the show yet. Right. No, it just has him listed for 10 episodes and that's it. (laughs) (laughs) 10 episodes. That seems aggressive. Yeah. I, I don't like, I, if this ends up being actually just limited, then good on them. But like, if this is what I fear that, that Showtime will do is that go Oh, we got to hit again. <laughs> 10 more seasons, baby. Let's put, let's pump them out. You know? <laughs> well, I mean, it does say limited, so yeah.
0: I don't know that if they're not, if they're, if they weren't going that route, why would they already put that out? But you're, what's their definition right. of limited? <laughs> <laughs> limited is usually one season. Yeah,
2: I mean, yeah. Yeah. That, 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 um, brings up a good point and something that I was just thinking about. Ricky, I very much appreciate your optimism and I like the idea that you you were interested in them being able to revisit something to try and like make it better. Where are you at with, with what Greg was just talking about, where there would be something good that, you know, they'll run into the ground to milk every last drop of something that they possibly can.
1: It is it you know that's a horrible risk and I can't stand when that happens. Um, one of my babies right now is Doctor Who and I feel like I just can't even enjoy it, can't watch it. I have just I moved on. Uh, it's just unwatchable for me. And so I agree with the milking, but the problem is I'd like, I still, I we're from those you know early eras when your show like when they the Nielsen ratings and they'd say oh well this show didn't break lost records, canceled. And I, I I that used to always gut me so much. And so. I'm just trying to be optimistic, like, well, maybe, and like you said, they could milk it, or they could write, they could write or wrong. We don't know who's coming. Do we know um, the writing team yet for this, or have they said if the original writers are coming back, or is it the last? Yeah, I don't, I, see I don't know anything. anything yeah, I don't think there's yeah. much. So yeah, that's that is a gamble, and unfortunately, like, it's, I don't know, it's a double-edged sword. You, you, you gotta, I gotta let them milk it, or I have to, you know, acknowledge that, hey, you're bringing back a show that I loved. Which, you know, I'm always, I got to try and be open to that. Like, bring it back.
2: I like that. I mean, what's
0: shitty is I'm going to have to get Showtime. Yes, because, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so that's not, I'm not pumped about
3: that. Yeah.
1: Does Showtime so. even have other shows worth watching now that I think about it? I
3: no, no, I mean, it, I think it, <laughs> I think we talked about um, something <laughs> on a previous pod, right? Where, where I, like, one of my biggest things was, like, Showtime was, like, one of the biggest networks out there. And went from like leading the pack to being in a distant last place, you know.
1: Oh my goodness.
3: Yeah, I,
0: I don't know. I was gonna say succession, successions, but that's on HBO. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea what's on, what's on Showtime. A lot of. I know I can get it on Hulu. I know I can
1: like subscribe through Hulu for like a, a discounted price. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'll have. I'll have to do that as well because with Disney yeah. Plus, with HBO, with Netflix you can subscribe for one movie, but really you're coming for the library. And so Showtime's sure. library, I just don't see it being worth it.
3: No. Yeah. yeah.
0: I have no idea. All right. So a movie that we talked about a uh, shit, I don't even know how long ago, uh, when we did the, uh, I think it was the podcast for the recap for comic-con 2019 when they announced, announced, uh, was it Shang Chi? They announced that with Marvel, all the phase four stuff. Um I that was one of the ones that none of us who were on that pod really had any idea of of the IP. None of us were familiar with the comics or anything. Uh but we were all kind of optimistic about it cuz it sounded like it could potentially be something different. Trailer just came out a couple weeks ago. Um I ate it up. Like I I couldn't I'm not a Marvel guy. We've we've had the conversation. I'm not anti comic book movies. I'm just kind of burnt out on all of it. This looks fun. I'm into the kung fu shit. It looks different um i still i maybe i'm into it because i have no idea of the characters the ip i don't have any kind of preconceived expectations or anything Damien, you saw it and you said it looks like what
2: uh, i don't remember what i said before but if i remember correctly i'm interested uh, and after watching it again to prepare for this yeah i'm super interested it looks it looks fun and different and i anticipated you know, watching it and going, oh, it looks like another Marvel movie, um, but I didn't have that sentiment at all. And I don't know if they're going to follow the same Marvel kind of formula they've been doing with like the Avengers movies and kind of everything else. It maybe it's the same, maybe it's not. But either way, I'm yeah, I'm definitely interested, and will absolutely give this an open mind shot.
0: So it's absolutely going to be somehow interweaved into Marvel Phase mm-hmm. Four. So these characters sure. are going to cross over into other movies or vice versa. Did you not say you were pumped on it because it's like Three Ninjas?
4: <laughs>
2: oh, you know what? I might have said that. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm not mad about. No.
0: <laughs> Ricky, I got to imagine you're into this. So
1: hyped. Again, casting an actor that relatively is unknown. He appeared on the sitcom Kim's sure. Convenience, but I mean, again, throwaway show. So uh, not a bad show. I'm just saying like, you know, nobody's watching that. And so I'm, I love to see right. that. But this film feels like one of those, but I call it, you know the baton passer films. Like this is gonna set up our next sure. wave, and uh, there are obviously little Easter eggs that I picked up in the in the trailers and even in the title alone. Um, but I still think that it's gonna be such an important film, similar to Guardians, where it's it's gonna be like it seems like, and it's in a vacuum, it doesn't seem too important. But I feel like it's gonna be another baton passer, like something big that are gonna happen post credit. Or maybe mid-movie. Yeah. I, we have no idea there, but I, it feels like that.
0: Culturally, it, is this movie going to be as important as something like Black Panther?
1: Uh, You know, I think it could be. Because I think it can right a lot of the wrongs that I feel like people had with Iron Fist. Well, I didn't dislike that series, but I know most people just aggressively dislike that series. But sure. uh, I feel like it could write a lot of the wrongs that I feel like people had with that. Of a true martial arts film, martial arts Marvel yeah. property, and so I think I think it I think it will have that effect. I have like almost no doubt. I feel like the that 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 Islander culture, the Asian culture, I feel like they deserve this hero. He seems like a great guy, fantastic too. Like overall, the actor on his own, so it's gonna be fantastic. Yeah. I I I'm extremely optimistic for it.
0: I'm interested in this because they are trying. It seems like Marvel's trying to do something a little different with this movie, and same with what they're pitching for Doctor Strange and how they're pitching Doctor Strange to potentially be like a horror movie. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine Marvel's going to go full horror, but that's what they're pitching it as. That's all the rumors. That's what people involved with it are saying. So, like, I, I am, I am much more interested in some of the stuff that Marvel's coming out with if they're going to go away from the standard cookie cutter kind of blueprint that they've been doing.
3: Greg, you in for this? I'm usually in for the, like, origin story Marvel movies. I always find them to be more okay. fun. Uh, they take themselves a little less seriously uh, than the later movies that um, are, like, much more, like, kind of focused on the 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 action part. Um, I, I hope that it's something more kind of like the first Ant-Man or the first Guardians of the Galaxy where it seems like there's a decent balance between action and, like, comedic relief in the movie which I always find yeah. to be a lot more fun as a Marvel movie. Um and I you know, I hope they don't just like you're saying I hope they don't just keep repeating exactly what they've been doing previously that this is an opportunity for them to evolve the brand into like the next phase and let's see what they what they're doing. And I think to your yeah. question about like is it you know, is it potentially an important movie? I feel like Like the timing of when Black Panther came out, like this is a perfectly timed movie for what's happening right now. And and therefore could, you know, take what is, you know, probably a decent movie, but like take it and make it more important just because of the, like the moment that it's capturing.
0: Yeah, that's a great point. Great point. You did mention that most of the Marvel uh, origin movies are good. I would say, yeah, they all are with the exception of Captain Marvel. Like that's the one that comes to my head that is still fun. and I think that's more about the performance that Brie Larson gave and not being likable. Yeah, where I don't f- see that in this. the The trailer comes off really likable. The cast comes off really likable.
3: Yeah.
0: All right, so I think we're all we're all excited about this, which is odd to say for a Marvel movie because we're all usually not excited. Yeah. Something I'm not super excited about: <laughs> Stranger Things season four. Man. Out of nowhere, like a trailer came out today. Trailer. It's I don't know what you would even consider yeah. that. A, it's not a scene. I don't think that's going to be in the movie. It's just, it's kind of like the Ghostbusters thing we talked about on the last pod. It, they they put it out, I think, because Stranger Things season four, had just finished filming. People are questioning when it's actually going to come out. The trailer that they put out before that shows that David Harbour's character is not dead. They put that out, I feel like- Like a year ago. A year ago, yeah. 18 months yeah. ago. It's been <laughs> so long ago. They dropped this today, showing that, that Papa, Matthew Modine, is obviously going to come back in some capacity, whether it's flashbacks, if he's still alive, which I don't know how he's alive, Eleven snapped his neck. Anyways, putting this aside, Ricky, what is your level of excitement for Stranger Things season four, and has it waned over each season, if you're not as excited?
1: So, I'm in the small minority that really enjoyed three, I think. Like, I've, I thought it was fantastic. And, but um we talked about it, but the Marvel, the repeating formula, and I need them. I, this is gonna sound, I'm trying to figure out how to say this nicely. They need to start killing characters off. I'm sorry. Like, cause I feel like nobody's actually in danger. And when I feel like that, I'm like, oh, okay, well, all this is just happening, but nothing. I feel like there's no stakes like and have you think about like think about who we've lost on the series I feel like the people who would be in Dan- I don't know maybe I know it sounds so disconnected but I just it's hard for me to be excited cause I'm like okay it's, it's feeling more and more like just the Goonies doing things but almost like a light-hearted version yeah. because nothing ever happens like okay like yeah they broke up okay that's it like that's that was our that that's yeah. relationships I guess are what's on the line but where are the stakes at where where, where, where what are we doing here like where are we moving towards? No, that's
0: a great point. That, that's a great point. There's so many. Like, uh, one of my biggest gripes with the Marvel, uh, you know, the MCU, is that that there are no real stakes because they never really killed anybody off. They've done that now the last couple of movies, but that's always been my my uh, my issue with it. And that's a perfect way to to explain Stranger Things. You have all of these complex, dangerous stories that seem to maybe have stakes like something's going to happen but none of the leads ever die nobody actually gets hurt nobody nothing that's a great point i'm with you though i enjoyed season three i didn't enjoy the beginning of season three but i enjoyed season three overall i did not enjoy season two mm. but none of it compares to the first no. season so i just don't know what i'm not overly excited about it. i'm gonna watch it but i just don't where does it go like when does when are we done with stranger things and like how much more sto- how many more times can they get rid of the demi-gorgon? But then that motherfucker comes back again in some <laughs> form. Like how many times can we do this same shit?
1: That was so disappointing seeing him in the trailer. Like like when you saw when I saw that I just I literally facepalmed. Like there was I just now couldn't yeah. stop myself from like reliving the facepalm. Like I had to like think about it, <laughs> think about it I was doing it. I was like why? Like you're so creative. Yeah, like how how many times is this shit going to yeah. happen? Uh, wow and again i ask well, who's that for then why so it worked one time so we're just gonna keep pumping it out like is that it
0: yeah i'm with you damien you know who they could kill off who that rat face kid
2: <laughs> you need to leave him alone
0: <laughs> poor child that rat face finn I'm poor child
2: <laughs> actually on that note um you know poor child <laughs> Do you remember, like, there were a handful of episodes of, like, OG The Simpsons in, like, the 90s, maybe early 2000s, where they would do uh, flash-forwards, and they would have short clips of Bart, and he's, like, overweight, kind of looks like Homer. (laughs) He's got, like, the stubble, and he's been smoking.
4: That's
0: Yeah, Lisa was president in one of them. Yeah,
2: that's the direction that I feel like Stranger Things is going in. We're just going to get to the point where they're, like, all old people. Uh, and they're just going to be doing like the same shit over and over. I wish this is one. Of, are you in for that? I'd kind of be in for no, that. No, I'm not in for it. I wish th- this one. <laughs> this is one of those things where it feels like they're milking it. It feels like they're just doing. It feels very formulaic. There are no stakes, like Ricky was saying. I'm. Yeah. Not, you're not really worried that anybody's going to die or anything meaningful is going to happen. Uh, I, you know, part of me wishes, even though I did sort of enjoy th- season three as well. Part of me wishes they just did. Season one, and and we're done with it, and just said like this was Absolutely. just like maybe the single best one season of television ever. You know, you can make a strong argument for it.
0: Listen, the the title of the show is Stranger Things. We've long since there's nothing strange about the show anymore. <laughs> yeah. right. We know the villains. We know they could have done Stranger Things season one with that story, and then done a Stranger Things season two with a completely different cast, different story, yeah. kind of like Black Mirror episodic, but doing it season wise. Yeah, totally. It sounds stupid, but it's not... Str- it sounds dumb for me to say it, but again, the title of the show is Stranger Things. It's not strange. There's nothing weird going on. We know what's going on. We know how it's going to end. Nobody's going to die. There's going to be the Demogorgon. All the kids play the exact same characters season after season. I'm just... The people that die are the the guest stars, for like Sean Astin dies, you know? Yeah. The dude who played um, uh, the Russian dude. Uh, alexi he dies like there's people that die but they're the people they bring in just for that season yeah.
1: to die they brought him in to die <laughs> that's what, yeah that was it. That's, <laughs> that's what i'm saying character like oh you're the guy that died right yep. greg.
0: <laughs> yeah greg yeah you're gonna watch it greg
3: i'm gonna watch it, <laughs> <laughs> <You're
1: so sad. laughs> it it's you know it's it's that's, i
3: mean you know the the any show that i get hooked on in any kind of form or capacity, I'll watch eventually through the end, even like uh being like irritated and upset while it's happening. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> like that's how I was with Sons of Anarchy. Yes. I was fucking
0: out. Yeah. I was like, I'm yeah. done with this show. And then I went back and finished it like four years yes. later. And I was so like angry with myself that I went back and watched yeah. it. I did that with Dexter. Dexter was another one that I stopped watching it, and then after season six, I think, and then I went back and like a couple years after the finale and rewatched yeah. it, and I was just like, "Fuck this!"
2: Yeah. <laughs> Why do we do anger that?
0: watching? Maybe we should not do that. Yeah, don't we all do that though?
2: Yeah, it's like because you want so badly to like be validated that it's going to be better, and and they let you down. And it's not. Well, you no. want
3: like a completion to they, the story. Like you go, I invested all this time and energy into this character, these characters, and these stories. I want to see how it plays out, you know, for better or for worse. Then just watch the finale. Yeah. Like, just
0: watch. <laughs> the one show I will say that that will not happen to me with, and I, I'm fairly certain Damien will back me up on this, is I'm not going back and watching Walking Dead. Like, I'm no. fucking good. I ain't, I'm not angry watching that show because it's just going to make me angry. Like, I'll I'm on, super like, good. I, I can't yeah. do it. How many seasons are I knew you were going to say that.
2: that?
3: Dude, they're like 10 or
0: 11 seasons. And I think Damien and I stopped watching season five. Yeah, I
3: I think I made it one more season, and then, nope.
0: I will see, I will will read about how it ends, but I will not watch all of those episodes. Like, I am solid. No. Super solid.
1: Walking Dead is so spiteful, I feel like, because that series, like... (laughs) the the spinoffs got better than the actual show itself like fear the walk dad i thought was fantastic and they're like oh this show's doing too well let's start taking characters from there and throwing them on that show and then they started i'm like oh okay so it's gonna bring them both down i'm like that's spiteful like they couldn't let that that show should have ended a long time ago like it really in its current capacity like if they wanted to continue to do daryl or whatever whatever but they should have ended that quite some time ago like you don't have any of the main characters. But that's another show that they they
0: should be killing people off. Like there's zero reason Daryl should still be alive on that fucking <laughs> no. show.
1: Yeah. No reason.
3: Well, I mean overall, the AMC is another like uh network like Showtime that had its heyday and is nowhere close to where it was at that time. You know.
0: I, dude, I couldn't tell you besides the Walking Dead um franchises that universe. I could I don't think I could tell you another show on Preacher, AMC. Creature, right? Not oh, that's right. It's
1: gone now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I, uh, there was, there was, wasn't there a show called like The Deep, something like that? The, the something about like ships that are stuck in ice and there's like fucking monsters. Some oh bullshit. yeah, I don't yeah. Know. I can't remember um, something
3: about that.
1: Two Walking Dead. Oh, Walking Dead makes me angry. <laughs> two.
0: Yeah. They just launched. <laughs> they launched one.
1: a second one. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. With about stuff. kids
0: that were about about the kids that are essentially born during. <laughs> um <laughs> The the I was gonna say the pandemic that's definitely the wrong word <laughs> during the zombie apocalypse and like being raised and now they're teenagers and like how they experience it I'm just good man <laughs> like the zombie thing even though I said how much I want to watch Army of the Dead like I'm solid yeah but go back and watch the first couple seasons of the oh, Walking they're Dead they're fucking yeah. good
4: oh,
1: unreal unreal and that's what you could say about Stranger Things right. like are they, they, at some point they're gonna have to do like a time skip or something because. It's obviously not going to be bold <laughs> enough to kill off those kids. So do they just recast them as adults no. and start icing them? I don't know what they do at that point. Like...
3: Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, they're not they're not killing the main four. It's just not going to happen. Well,
3: unless one of them want off yeah. the show. I I my my opinion is always the worst thing that's ever that ever happens to a TV show is no idea of when it's going to end like yeah, you dude. know like come yeah. into a, a show like I, I i correct me if i'm wrong but i believe breaking bad was this way where they had an idea of like ideally they want to do x number of seasons and they had an a concept that would go full circle in that period of time and they didn't yeah. try to expand it and you know and what they did by having the spinoff show that you know that was a perfect way to continue the show because you go okay you know, it's going to happen in the same universe, but it's going to happen, you know, over here, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I'm with you, man. That, that is when, but that is when some shows hit their lull, like in the middle, like Lost yeah. was like that, right? Lost had a couple seasons, especially the season, season three with the writer strike. So that's a little different, but they didn't have, they didn't know yeah. where they were going. So they start to get into all these fucking over the top weird ass episodes or weird storylines, and that show was even worse because at one point they were doing twenty two episodes a season. Then they pulled yeah. that back. Um, but unless you have like a an understanding of like, yeah, we're getting to this point, and it, if we're gonna get there in season four, we're done after four seasons. Doesn't matter what they yeah. say. That's when shows
1: start to get a little wonky, yeah. man. Absolutely. They also they also become a victim to that but the, contract, but then, you know, because I know they were talking about Norman Reedus's sixty season yeah. or six year contract he had. So you have to do something with it. And I, I have a sinking feeling that's probably what's going on with Stranger Things. I assume they locked up Eleven's care uh, I forget her real name. Help me out, Anthony. Millie. Millie. I feel Bobby like Brown. they locked her up pre fame and now they have to just keep using like they like, we can't let this go. She's Godzilla she's in Godzilla now. And if we let her go, MCU's gonna grab her yeah. up. So like, yeah. I feel like that's where they're at now. Well,
0: <laughs> but let let's be real though, like Stranger Thing Stranger Things prints money. I don't know what Netflix signed for. They, they're they fine. Appearances, merchandise, everything. They're making yeah. money. So if they wanted to just say Millie Bobby Brown had a contract and they wanted to buy her out of the contract, they'd be fine. Yeah. If Walking Dead wanted to buy... I mean, you see it in sports all the time. If Walking Dead wanted to buy Norman Reedus out of his contract saying that was the case, they, would, they can afford that. Like, that's a fucking juggernaut show. But they don't because it makes money. They don't give a shit about the integrity. It's not like they care about the awards or the integrity of the show. It's a show about zombies. Yeah. Like they're like, "Hey, we just we need to fill out this uh we need to fill out these uh these Friday nights or whatever nights they're on and and that's it." And these people will watch it and I don't know. Everybody who watches that show still will tell me that it's better than it was. I hear that so
3: often. I could care less.
1: Like, <laughs> It's so disappointing because you went from a cast where like it was one of the most impressive ensembles. Like you knew every single character, their motivation. You know, you felt like you knew them. Yeah. Now I could, they could be standing next to me in the grocery store, would not know, would not know, would not care. Like, well, I don't know who's on I, yeah. that show. <laughs>
3: well, again, uh, like Ricky, like like what you're saying before, like the first couple seasons, they were taking out people who were like you know, there was X number of people on that show, like half of them survived to the third season. And like, it was that, you know, anxiety in every episode going like, something could happen to any of these people on the screen right now. Versus like, you look at that show now, and it's the same freaking cast for the past five years, and no one has been taken off. And unless like, they have voiced that they're tired of the show and they get (laughs) and they like exit, you know? You knew... You knew watching that show for the first handful
0: of seasons at the mid-season finale and the finale, a main character yeah. was dying. And it doesn't happen anymore. You know, like Andrew Lincoln left the show because he didn't want to be on the show. Denai Guerrero left the show because she's in Marvel now. Like they left the show willingly. Yeah. They didn't have to get written off the show. The only person that was untouchable at the beginning of that show was yeah. Rick. That was it. Carl, I guess. And then Daryl became a fan yeah. favorite. Not in the comics. They're not going to write him off. But everybody else was getting yeah. iced, man. And that was the, the fun part of the show.
3: Yeah.
1: And then they're talking about giving Rick a movie or two All movies right. now. Oh, my. What, what is it?
0: Well, he was supposed to be in two, but I mean, I don't know. That's that. At this point, it's been like two years yeah. ago. Have mercy. <laughs> I, don't, I got no idea. I don't know what the fuck Andrew Lincoln's doing. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. I'm sure he's still catching like heavy checks, though. That, so I'm sure he's getting the heavy residuals from walking dead somehow. Yeah.
4: Mm hmm.
1: But yeah, back to Stranger Things, when, right, they, guys. when Millie, when they let her go, Whoa. sorry about that. <laughs> no, you're I was good, gonna go say, when they When that contract expires, though, I mean, MCU is going to grab her up for somebody. They can plug her in to almost any character and Print Money, like any any X-Men character they'd want Millie in, any, she could just, Ugh. Like, it's when that opens up. And so I feel like there's, that's probably why they're sitting on her as well, because they could have reasonably taken her or any of, like you said, moved on and done like an anthology format.
0: I have not gone from super into a character to super not into a character quicker than I did 11 season one to season two. Like I thought she was the best part, super interesting, well acted season one. Dude, I couldn't give a shit about that character in season two. And I certainly don't give a fuck in season three. The the, I think that is maybe one of the problems with that show too is I don't care or like any of the kids anymore. I like Steve. I like some of the adults, but the kids are just, you know what they're going to do. They are the exact same character every season. I'm just, I'm not in. Like, you could kill Will, right? Off. Nobody cares. Kill that kid off. I don't give a fuck. Like, does anybody actually care if he dies? Like, what is his involvement in the show anymore? Besides, he gets goosebumps on his neck, and he can tell when the fucking Demi Gorgon's coming. What is his, how does he push the story through anymore? Like, like, Lucas and Max are a couple. Everybody likes them. They have this interesting like dynamic, right? Mike and Eleven have the dynamic. Fucking rat-faced kid's not going anywhere. He's like the most popular kid in the world. Millie Bobby Brown's not going anywhere. She's like the most popular as well. Then you have um, Dustin, right? Who's like the, the comedy relief. He has his own thing going on now with Steve. Like they're this funny duo. Will literally has nothing going on. Nothing. Yeah. They got to take him out. <laughs> We talked about Stranger Things for about 10 more minutes than I thought we would this episode. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) You're good. All right. So my knee-jerk question of the week. So this is something that I thought about, randomly popped into my head. This one actually didn't randomly pop into my head. It's not going to be a super popular question. I'm going to ask the question. I want to know what each one of you guys think just right off the bat. I'm going to put it up on, on our social media after, see what the listeners think. I've been inundated, I think, like everybody has with Marvel and Star Wars. For some reason, it's like really getting to me right now with Star Wars because you have, it just seems like something's coming out all the time. And then Marvel as well with all the the TV shows, right? You have WandaVision, which everybody said is the greatest thing ever, but then somehow that ended. And now you have Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but then everybody said like, no, fuck WandaVision. This was the greatest thing ever. And then Loki's coming out in a couple weeks. Everybody's pumped on that. You have all the Star Wars stuff, Bad Batch. I'm over both, right? I'm just so over both franchises. My question, I'm going to start with Damien. Is Star Wars or Marvel more overrated?
2: Like which of the two is more overrated?
0: Which, Which universe, which IP is more overrated?
2: That one's gonna be really hard for me to say because you know I feel about like quantifying things like that, and unfortunately we can't put a Rotten Tomato score against you know the entire universe. Um, Nope. But I, I want you to take into account like
0: the the fucking the movies, the shows, the merchandising, the fans, the theme parks, like just the IP, not just not just what we see on TV or in the movies.
2: That yeah, that's too much. That's too much for a you know, spur-of-the-moment question. Um, That's if, what it is, Yeah, man. if I have to give you a knee-jerk reaction, it's probably going to be Marvel. Fair enough.
3: Greg? I would say... So Which which do we feel like is more overrated? Overrated, yep. I mean, they're both victims of the same thing, which is being owned by Disney. Absolutely. I don't know. I feel like the marvel fans are more positive people and it's the it's the star wars people <laughs> that that uh, that add to it cuz to me the like the content is like even now like so i would say i sure. think star wars is more overrated just by the way it's ruined by by the by the kind of legacy fans
1: okay ricky I would 100% for me say Star Wars only because I feel like they it's gotten it got to its level of you know popularity off of goodwill. Because originally people did not like the prequels. People did not like the new trilogy. Now people are liking the TV shows and, you know, some stuff here and there. But originally, if we just went by the films, which is where it was, you know, got its footing, people only liked three movies out of like nine And so like, yes, they, you know, Rogue One people didn't hate, I guess. Maybe people hated Solo. Like, I hear so much negative coming from it. And then you think about even if you go like way back, you start looking at like the TV shows. Are you going to tell me that droids cartoon in the 80s? Anybody remember watching that? No. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. But then if you look at the Marvel stuff, it's like, yeah, it was campy. But then you have that 90s X-Men, 90s Spider-Man. Like Marvel has always been consistently watchable. And yeah. I cannot say Marvel or Star Wars has been consistently watchable. Where is Marvel's uh, holiday special? <laughs> like, like the Star Wars holiday <laughs> special. Where is that Marvel one? We you know. I don't know. I just feel like overall Star Wars rode goodwill for a long time, and now it's gotten good, and it's not even for the movies. How sad is that? Not even the movies make it watchable. <laughs> I think
0: somehow you were looking at my notes. <laughs> Because I think we're on the exact same path. We're on the same wavelength here. Star Wars is Star Wars because of the original trilogy. Marvel, as much as I'm not a massive Marvel fan, cumulatively has put together better movies. If you look at the whole series, everything. So I absolutely think that Star Wars is overrated. Like, just so overrated. And that is what it makes me not want to watch things like The Mandalorian, which... Again, I know the story, watch the first season, could be great, but I'm like I'm like spite wa- not watching it. And I don't know who I'm being spiteful for or to because like it doesn't hurt anybody but me. But like I'm just being spiteful and being like, nah, fuck that." And it and then it's addressed at the fans, like I'm I'm angry towards the Star Wars fans. Cuz then I start looking at like social media and you see someone you know one of the accounts pop culture accounts i follow they post something about what's your favorite star wars movies and these people have the fucking nerve to say like revenge of the sith and shit and it, then that angers me
2: why do you do that it to yourself like, <laughs> like you, you, that's you, good, you that's a good that's a great question choose to go read through the comments going there's going to be some me, asshole who says you know what it, whichever let me ask movie. you a question
0: damien let me ask you a question. If you're having a bad day, you're you're a more positive dude than I am. If you're having a bad day, do you actively look for things that make you more angry? Because I do. <laughs> no,
2: who does that?
0: I what kind of I know it's a character flaw, and I need to do I need to do better. But I'm just being honest. This is a safe spot, safe place. Mm-mm. I do that.
4: Mm-mm. Yeah,
0: I need to do better. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about something else. All right, gentlemen. So this is going to be the last topic of the night. Every pop culture news pod we agree to talk about a movie, we review it. Uh it's not going to be a real in-depth thing by no means are we all film critics or anything like that. We're just going a bunch of friends talking about a movie. This week we discuss uh we talked about while all watching Mortal Kombat, we agreed on that. We we all watched it. We're going to give it a rating of each one of us a skip it, a meh and a see it. So, you have three different options. Um Before I give you what I thought, meaning skip it, meh, see it. I'm just going to tell you how disappointed I was. Uh, the, the, The early Mortal Kombat movies by no means are good, but at least they're a fun time. They're a good time. They're corny. They're over the top, whatever. I was so hoping to get that same thing out of this movie. And the level of disappointment I had watching this it was an all-timer. Like, close to turning it off. I couldn't even get a ton of enjoyment from the fight scenes. I thought the fight scenes were... It's going to sound dumb because the movie's called Mortal Kombat. Over the top, super CGI. I thought the best part of the whole movie was the seven minutes they fucking released on the internet before the movie came out. Like, that first opening scene of Sub-Zero versus Scorpion before there's Sub-Zero and Scorpion. I thought was actually pretty enjoyable and I was like I'm in if this is how the rest of the movie is going to be I'm in no character development it's it's Mortal Kombat I didn't expect a ton of that like when's the tournament going to start like did did we get any tournament how is this dude sitting at home eating dinner with his family and he gets his superpowers I got so (laughs) many questions Goro just gets fucking just shit whipped by this dude who is literally five minutes ago eating like mac and cheese with his kid and let, let me just put this out there too my guy, Louis Tan, who played the main guy, who Hollywood is steadfast, like, we're going to make him a movie star because he's leading shows. He was one of the leads in Woo Assassins. He's in a bunch of stuff. My guy can't act. <laughs> Stop trying to make him. He was terrible in Mortal Kombat, which was, oh, you put together a group of really bad people in Mortal Kombat. Stop trying to make my dude an actor. He's not. Like, he's handsome. He's good at fighting, I guess. Like, he's not an actor. Put him in a costume. Put him in Snake Eyes. I don't know something. Stop trying to make this dude a leading man. Thank God the dude who played uh, what's his name, uh, the, the the Australian oh dude, Kano. Thank God he was in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's talk about it, guys. I just I just I'm sorry I went on like a two minute. Just I shouldn't have gone all that that long. But Damien, like Ricky, Greg, let's Let just talk about. Up. it. Da- what do you think, Damien? <laughs>
2: I fucking hated Kano. I hated him. <laughs> Did I you? I hated him. Did you really? Yeah, he's so obnoxious okay. and he seemed he's I mean, trying yeah. so hard. Uh yep. I yeah, I thought the writing I thought the writing was atrocious. Um there were parts of the CGI that looked like decent and there were parts that looked like a Snapchat filter. Um Absolutely. they tried Sonia Sonia was terrible, yeah. right? Oh yeah, Sonia was awful. Ugh. Yeah. Terrible. They tried really hard to add in a bunch of story and nobody wanted that. The people wanted no. people wanted a guy screaming Mortal Kombat and then insert and a bangers, bangers soundtrack <laughs> and then they wanted to see like Scorpion uh say get over here and they wanted to see like you know Sub Zero free shit. That's literally all anybody wanted. The bar was very low and they somehow managed to completely miss <laughs> yeah. it. Why did they do my guy Luke Kang like that? <sighs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> He was terrible. Like, why do they got to do him like yeah. that? Had you not made me watch this movie, I would have turned it off after the first uh, scene with Sub-Zero and, and Scorpion-like backstory. I mean, I like the backstory portion was good. of that I part, though. I thought. That yeah, was I would have watched yeah. that and then turned it off afterwards.
0: Even, even the fight with Sub-Zero and Jax, which is in the trailer, was like kind of cool still. I
1: thought
0: it was. Sub-Zero was not terrible. I agree, yeah. yeah, I'll agree with that. Scorpion character was not, like, terrible. I didn't really care for, like, what... They're trying to make him also the antihero. I don't know, man. They I I don't know. Where's my (laughs) soundtrack?
2: Where's that? Yeah. This movie just made me want to go watch the original one. Dude, yeah. Did they... Did they fuck up having
0: Kano instead of Johnny Cage? Because that's why they said they didn't put Johnny Cage is because they're too similar of like personality-wise yeah. characters. Like, does this movie, is it more enjoyable if you have Johnny Cage?
2: Uh, I I don't know. There's so many other things wrong with this movie <laughs> that I don't think it would have mattered. Louis Tan is terrible, yes. right?
0: Unwatchable.
1: Ricky, you watched it twice. I have. I, so I am so hurt <laughs> so about this movie. like And before I even address anything, the Louis Tan, uh Cole, Cole, you got to go. like And here yeah. I get what they were doing with Cole because that movie, while it was supposed to be a theater movie, you can tell there was some parts they wanted that to be in a theater. And I always take it back to this, uh, the idea of, I call it the My Man Sabretooth, where I was watching X-Men at theater. And when Sabretooth hit the screen, you hear this voice from the back. That's my man Sabretooth. They wanted, they wanted, <laughs> they wanted that role. They wanted, they, they wanted, there was a lot of scenes for that guy in the movie theater to say, that's my man, Scorpion. Like they really wanted that moment. And I get that. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but I... Louis Tan had to go because he's just the audience foil. He represents the audience's confusion, I think. Like he's supposed to be the everyday guy. But the thing is, even though he's a millionaire, billionaire actor, whatever, Johnny Cage should have been that role. Like that should have been Johnny Cage as the guy who yeah. he says, hey, is that a lizard man? Did that guy shoot fire? Like that's what that's what Johnny Cage should have been. We didn't need Lewis Tan and Kano being the uh, the realists, you know, trying to figure out. Oh, like we sure. needed we needed Johnny Cage in a in a series where you have seventy plus characters. Why give us an original character? Like you could have just like he doesn't appear in any of the games. He's an original character. It didn't work with Resident Evil. It won't work now. It'll never work when you just insert your own character, like your your custom. <laughs> like it, it's not gonna it's not gonna happen. That's what, I, that's what I'm
0: saying. How are you not – again, they have so many characters. In the first one, it's obviously – it's centered around Liu Kang. Like you have so many characters. To your point, my <laughs> man Sabretooth, like whatever you said, you have so many characters you're going to do that with. And I think we all wanted that, right? We all wanted those moments, and they tried to give them to you. The fatalities weren't fun. The the moments that they said like get over here, things like that, we saw those in the trailer. So, like, uh, Damien, did anybody get stabbed and then uh, uh, their blood frozen and then stabbed with their blood? Because nope. I think I didn't see that no. in the movie. It was yeah, in the trailer. they
2: juked us. <laughs>
4: Come on, man. And,
1: and what's up with Come that on, seven dude. minutes of scorpion we got? It was roughly, if you went to the bathroom, you missed him. <laughs> like, like <laughs> that's that, it. That was it. And then he didn't even, he didn't. He let fucking, he let Cole do all the yeah. heavy lifting. <laughs> and Scorpion's a bad guy, I, by the I, way. Spoiler, he's supposed to be bad. That's he's, what I'm he saying. He wouldn't have saved yeah. Cole either way. He'd have looked right at him and said, get up, and kept fighting. Like, he would he would not have saved him. Descended or not. I, I don't, you know what fucked this movie
0: up? The story. Yeah. <laughs> like, just give me dudes. Like, this is what Godzilla vs. Kong did better. <laughs> give me a big-ass gorilla and a big-ass lizard fighting. Give me dudes with superpowers fighting violently. I don't care about your family, Cole. I don't give a fuck. Sonya, I don't care about your motivations. I don't and Cole's care. Cole's power. Like, just wreck shit.
1: Cole's power Dude, yeah. was the lamest thing. Just wrapping yourself with tinfoil? I don't yeah. <laughs> yeah, And then he
0: had nightsticks. Nightsticks. How's he gonna beat up Goro? And did they not just take Goro from the first movie and literally just like they cut? Yeah. They used like the snippet yeah. tool and then put him... It didn't even look any better. <laughs> if Prince Goro is gonna come out to wreck shit, like we all played that game. Prince Goro was fucking hard to beat. First Cole, one takes out. Cole getting yeah. his, with his fucking super suit and night and night sticks, whatever batons. He come on man, no. I, I'm so upset about this movie. I'm so upset about a movie called Mortal Kombat. That didn't even well,
1: have a Mortal Kombat.
2: <laughs> no. How, Anthony, how many comments did you read about Mortal Kombat on the internet? None. I I did not read anything about this I movie. Can't be, I don't believe that. I feel like you went directly to the internet and were looking at comments. I. I don't need to look at comments because it was terrible. <laughs> I know. That's... You know what I
0: did look at, though. You know what I did look at. That fucking movie has eighty six percent on Get Rotten Tomatoes.
3: The fuck out of here. No chance. You know what it has from critics? Four percent.
0: Fifty five. <laughs> there are legitimately good movies that don't have fifty five percent from this critics. This movie on Rotten has Rotten nothing. Like it. I think it just caught us during the pandemic, bro. They're like, people want to watch a movie. and We're going to watch. I mean, this. it was terrible. I looked at my wife probably 10 times during this movie. I said, let's just. I mean, there it.
3: are like video game movies that should be better because there's enough story in the game to warrant it being a good thing. This is a video game movie about a fighting video game from the 90s. That's all it needs to be. It's about a Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <Yeah. record. laughs> it's, it's about a Mortal Kombat, Greg, that had no fucking Mortal yeah, no. Kombat. Like there shouldn't be any story. There should just be, you should have a, like, some kind of tie between scenes that are just fighting. Like, I don't know why we need anything more than that. They
0: they could have taken the same story from the first one with some better scenes, better CGI, some better actors, and it would have been yeah. a better movie. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. Like Like Ricky said, I don't care about an original character. Yeah. I don't care about his family. I don't care about his kid. Yeah. I don't I don't care about any of this.
3: I don't even care about Scorpion and Sub-Zero's backstory. Well, it in the first scene is a perfect example of that. Like you you enter into this scene, you don't know why these two people hate each other, but clearly they do and they start fighting. Mm-hmm. That's all I need. Yeah. I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah. And you and you yeah. freeze If a you're going to be into this scene, Like if you're going to be into this movie, you already I mean- know who the characters are before you enter into this movie. You don't need <laughs> to tell me who they are. Yeah, you know how they s- <laughs> You know
0: what how you set up Sub-Zero as like a terrible character or a terrible human being cuz he I think he's a fine character. You have him kill <laughs> a little kid like he did at the beginning. Yeah. I'm good. That's all I need to know. You're a terrible person cuz you yeah. killed a little kid. Solid. I don't need anything else. Why is he freeze? Like If you're not concerned with telling me why he is able to freeze yeah. people? <laughs>
3: then I'm good. I don't need a backstory Or why there's this alternate world or whatever. Like, if you don't care to explain that, then why do I need to learn about this other guy who has children and needs to protect them? Yeah.
0: Like, we know there's different realms. We know they are all fighting to to take Earth over, essentially.
1: Like, we're good. Get to the fucking <laughs> tournament. And it's gutsy to be a the prequel movie should... and not preface that. Like, not say Mortal Kombat, the beginning, or, you know, print something there. You should have print something to let people yeah, know mm-hmm. it's a prequel. And then with that, it's gutsy to assume that you're gonna put out a movie like that and even get a sequel. I think you, I, oh, you, you really gonna put that out and say, oh yeah, no, we're we'll give you the Mortal Kombat in the next movie. It's like you're you, you're dreaming. You're really dreaming. Yeah. Think.
0: <laughs> okay, so I don't think they are two things. They fucking announced that that movie had done better than any other movie this year released on HBO Max: Justice League, uh, God, uh, Godzilla vs Kong, or Wonder Woman. That movie How did is better, that- significantly How is that better. Possible? Bro, I think because, I mean, Ricky watched it twice. I think <laughs> Everyone was so pumped off guard that they watched comment. it twice and it just
3: doubled the ratings.
0: <laughs> and I shit you not, this is not an exaggeration. I saw an interview with Homeboy who played fucking uh, Sub-Zero. He said he signed on for seven of these. What? Seven. What? Now, I don't know if he's exaggerating. Uh, I don't know if there's like a show. I don't know what seven. Dude, this is the
3: hot garbage.
0: If we don't think there's going to be a Mortal Kombat 2, we're all fucking fools. Because there will absolutely well, if be a getting that Mortal kind of Kombat numbers,
3: 2. of course there's going to be a number. And I can't imagine this movie yeah. costs that much to make.
2: No.
0: 86% on Rotten
3: Tomatoes, guys. <sighs> I don't... 86% of people who watched it. I've never it. understood the world less than I do this exact moment. Now...
1: <laughs> I'm angry. All of their mistakes they could easily, easily fix, though. Just, you know... Yeah, Led next Lewis movie, Tan? just say... He's decided to be with his family. This isn't him. And now Liu Kang carries the torch. But uh, Ludi Lin could have been better. But I think I, for an actor to play Liu Kang, I'm kind of okay with it. I'm like, whatever. He did great in that uh, Black Mirror episode, The Fighting Vipers. Fantastic. I don't,
0: yeah, yeah, I don't think it was his fault. I think that they
3: wrote the character like a
1: mm-hmm. fucking clown. Yeah,
3: but the, their problem is, is that because this went so well, they're going to think they struck gold with whatever... They, shit concept they put together for this movie and they're just going to keep going for it. They're not going to learn from it. Yeah. Why would they learn from yeah, it? I mean, like, that's why the fa-
0: that's why Fast and Furious uh, continues Jesus to make movies, Christ. though, right? They have a proven yeah. concept. They make them. Why they got to do my guy Raiden like that? Like, he sucked, too. No. Like, you know what I didn't even get to see? Raiden fucking people up with lightning. You know what I didn't get to see? Raiden flying across the screen <laughs> and smashing somebody. Like, what? Come on, man. I'm just... It just... It, it, but it made me mad. How are you going to kill Goro yes. in the first movie? <laughs> Why do we even see him in the first movie? Why do they just not allude to Prince Goro, the big bad, and like like a, like a yeah.
3: Thanos thing or something, right? I don't... They could have had any so nobody go after him in that scene and replace him, but they had to use him instead. I mean, I think they did kind of have, well...
0: They had a nobody in Cole yeah. go after him, but I, I get what you're saying. They could have had somebody no. else go after Cole. And then how does he become like the ringleader of of the whole thing? Like he becomes the leader of the whole like, again, yeah. where's Liu Kang?
1: And why they do my boy Kung Lao that. like that? Like I'm like, you so that's that's so so oh, Cole man. Cole get, <laughs>
0: Super dumb. But Cole
1: gets to keep going. I'm like, this is how we're doing it. This is how you're gonna do me. All right. He didn't even have any cool scenes either, dude. He had the flawless victory,
0: corny ass line. I think. (laughs) No, there's a couple fatalities. That's true. true. There was the dragon. There was scorpions. There's Kung Lao, and then there was another one. I'm missing one. There was a fourth one. I thought. Oh, Kano! He he rips out the heart.
1: Yeah, he sure did.
0: Ah. I'm just angry about it. And
1: I watched it twice because of the gym. Like I watched it as my gym. The first time I watched it sitting at home, uh, I was like, okay, maybe I'm not in the right mindset to get hyped. Like I should have been. So I watched it again at the gym and I'm like, okay, Mm. my blood's flowing. It's like watching sports. (laughs) That's what I was thinking. I was like, I'm watching sports. It'll get the same idea. And I I got more depressed. I was like, oh, I can lift less. (laughs)
0: Listen, listen, next time I just want you to remember this. Just listen to the soundtrack from the first movie at the gym you're, I don't even think the whole soundtrack. Just listen to the the intro, and
3: you're good. Fair, fair. You're good, man. Oh.
0: I think I think I'm gonna go back and watch the first one pretty soon because I just I need to. Is there gonna be high?
3: one of those like uh, Wizard of Oz things where if you sync up this movie with the original movie soundtrack, it gets ten times better? Like, <laughs> I mean, I might try that. Did anybody else feel
0: like this movie was obnoxiously long? Yes. And I don't. I couldn't even tell you the runtime. It's time, almost two hours. But it felt it. Yeah, dude. You know what a comic – you know what a uh, this movie should have been? Yeah. Hour yeah. 20. Max.
2: With the credits.
1: It felt long because it was two hours of training <laughs> and them yeah. eating dinner. Them eating True. dinner. <laughs> like... Oh, God. <laughs> and then, Greg, what you I... said scared me the most because you're right. They're going to see that this movie did so well. That they are just not gonna revisit any of their mistakes. You know, they're like, wait a minute, yeah. we we did great. Oh, no. uh, yeah, they're gonna like do it's all high run fives. It back. <laughs> yeah, run it back. Yeah, yeah. So- <laughs> run it back. <laughs> the
0: movie, the movie should be titled Mortal Combat. <laughs> Question, Mortal Combat. <laughs> like, combat. I don't know, man. I just wasn't in. All right, so let's just real quick. I think I know where everybody's going. Damien, skip it. Meh, We're burn seeing it with it. fire. <laughs>
1: I'm still going to stick with a meh. I'm just going to stick with a meh.
3: Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to say cancel your HBO Max subscription.
0: (laughs) 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 I'm going to say skip it. There is a little part of me that thinks maybe we missed something in the theater. Like maybe there was a little bit of a more of an enjoyable. Maybe it it would have felt differently in the theater. Obviously, the story's not going to. Uh, I'm going to say skip it. and, and yeah, I don't, I can't say anything else besides maybe see it in the theater if you could. And I don't know, man, it's bad. My guy Louis Tan, R.I.P. <laughs> like we got to get him out. I I don't know if we need to start a petition or something. He's, he's got to go. It really. He was in Wu Assassins, the 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 kung fu show on Netflix that I watched. Uh, I don't know, feels like a year ago at this point. And I was just the whole time, I'm like, who is this fucking clown? Because <laughs> he's terrible. And then he got cast in this. I'm just like, come on, man. Maybe he'll be masked.
4: (laughs) Like,
1: fuck. It really like I I just can't believe. Like, it really felt so much like a not even a full prequel. I want to say like the the short that they put on YouTube or something like that to promote a movie. Not quite a trailer, but you know, like it felt like that short that you'll see. Like, oh, a ten minute thing. That's what this the entire movie felt like that. And I shouldn't, like, if I had paid, you know, and gone to see it in a movie theater, I would have been offended. Like, granted, like I said, the My Man Sabretooth moment. So that would have been hyped to be like, My Man Scorpion, you know, for that one guy in the back back there who gets hyped about that. But yeah. outside. He, did, he wasn't no. even good, though. Like, Scorpion didn't even pay off. I felt like it was all build up. Like, it's like, OK, there's going to be a cool movie at some point when they're all done training. Oh, the credits are coming on. OK. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right.
0: <laughs> yeah. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Oh. All right, guys. Ricky, this was fun, man. I enjoyed it. Damian, greg always so i i think uh i think this is a good one i think i think we got a lot of we covered a lot of stuff a lot of good got a lot of good points we all agree maybe don't go see mortal <laughs> kombat but yeah ricky man you're welcome back anytime that. i right? do have
1: to ask you guys said you were driving down to Bakersfield possibly for a quiet place i will make that drive i that's not too far i will make the trip
0: <laughs> I th- unfortunately i don't think that's going to happen but you know, we we will for sure all get together at some point. I know Comic Con. You know, at least Comic Con twenty twenty two is going to happen. Um, but yeah, man, we'll we'll definitely see you on here though. I'm down to drive to Bakersfield. None of these other clowns are though. Bear,
2: Ricky. I got a quick question for you. You uh, you mentioned at the very start of the podcast that uh, one of the things you're really into is anime, which I think represents an area that nobody else who is on the on this you know podcast is into. So if you had like your one anime for somebody who is not really into it to to go watch what what's what's the number one
1: without hesitation it would be cowboy bebop if you if you have the time or the energy you get jazz you get some of that space western very firefly esque. it's just uh, it's just phenomenal acting which is a weird thing to say but also they just put out a recent one Yasuke uh starring like Keith Stanfield from you know all everything like pretty much um love him uh Get Out obviously Judas and the Black Messiah fantastic yeah. music by Flying Lotus and RZA and all that fantastic series that it literally just premiered this week I definitely check that one out but really Cowboy Bebop's is my entry for anybody who's on the fence it's available everywhere Hulu has it free Netflix all the jam it's I think it's like, what do you, the rights have expired, so you can just watch on anything. I don't care. It's great. <laughs> it's great.
0: <laughs> so, no like last air- airbender, no bleach, nothing. I'm like not
1: that. big into the buff boy shonens, I call those. I'm not, that's not my thing. Like, <laughs> okay. <yeah. laughs>
0: Fair enough. Damon. no shirtless buff yeah. boy
1: shonen. <laughs> Good for me. enough. Good enough. I appreciate the Dragon hoop- Balls, but not for me.
2: <laughs> nice. I appreciate that. I've seen, I'm not, you know, into anime. Um, I've seen a handful of things. Over the years, Cowboy Bebop, I have seen, and I would say that I massively enjoyed it. And I think the other, probably semi-popular stuff that I've seen is um Project Arms and like the Gundam stuff. Ooh,
1: big Gundam fan! I just built one when I got my COVID shot. I was out of it, and I was trying to put one together.
2: <laughs> nice. It took about seven <laughs> tries,
1: but <I> got it.
0: <laughs> Ricky, isn't there one like a like an older one about vampires or a vampire hunter hunter that's supposed to be really I good? Mean,
1: I can't think of it, but I, can't I wouldn't be surprised. Okay, it seems like
0: I know Gerald. That Gerald and and my and my stepmom. That was like one of their favorites, but I can't yeah, remember. If you what track it, is. it
1: down or I message him, yeah, you guys got to send me it. I'm down if he says it. If he swears by it. I'll give it a shot.
0: There you go. Man, Damien's asking good questions. Damien would never ask any of us for recommendations. Ooh, I already so know. All
2: I all can you. only assume he's just trying to be nice. <laughs> <laughs> now you guys gonna let it go to my head? Now that's all what right.
4: happens. So. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right gentlemen uh, this was fun this is by far our longest pop culture news but it was it was enjoyable so we'll do it all again all right. right
4: all right everyone
0: that is our pop culture news podcast thanks to damien greg and ricky for being on always ask for those five-star reviews on apple podcast rate review subscribe on any of the platforms you're listening to us on always shoot us an email morninggeekdom at gmail.com follow us on instagram at the morninggeekdom Facebook and Twitter at Morning Geekdom. And we'll do it again next week. Shout out to Gary Oldman.